Thank you so much for checking out the Connect Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged and inspired by this week's sermon. So let's jump right in and check out this week's message. And I tell you what, first of all, to Zach and our team, and what an incredible job this morning leading us in worship. Can we thank them for leading us out so well? Hey, welcome to Connect Church. And I'm going to tell you, we are so grateful that today we can celebrate with you some good news on behalf of our church family. And that is after a year and a half of God's faithfulness, of your generosity, we have land. And I'm going to tell you, it is absolutely beautiful. I'm reminded of what Paul would write the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Today we get to gather together. And if you're visiting with us, we are so glad you are here to celebrate this big day in the life of the church as we gather together to make much of Jesus, to do everything we can to connect everyone with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, a year and a half ago, we shared the vision, a five-year vision that at its very heart, We'll do everything we can from our neighborhood to the nations to connect people with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. To do everything within our ability. As we unleash this five-year vision, what it was tailed to do is, is simply this, to continue to put Connect Church, for us to continue to be on the front lines of God's mission to save the world. And here we are together today. As part of that vision, we were to take the next two years and we were to raise enough funds to purchase land, to buy land for our future home. We were convinced of really three things. Hey, number one, we asked this of God for the land. God, this must be a you thing. This must be a God thing. And we want you to show up in this because we don't ever want to stand from a stage or behind the pulpit and say, look what we did rather to celebrate, God, what you've done. So, God, we need this to be of you. The second thing we asked was that, God, would you allow us to be close to where we are? Y'all may not know this if you live around here, but there's a lot of traffic in Sevier County uh, from time to time. But there is this incredibly large six-lane superhighway that serves as an artery in our community. God, if you would see fit... Could we be close to where we are? And you know what? As you grant that, and by the way, I didn't know if you noticed this, but land is a little expensive on Veterans Boulevard. I I didn't know if you knew that, uh, just in case you're out looking for any. But God, could you keep us close to where we are? And would you allow our church to have that city on a hill kind of feel to it? Uh, It's one thing we've asked. Could we be up on a hill somewhere um, and follow along Scripture and, and be that city on the hill? And here's the third thing we ask. God, through the generosity of your people, could we do this debt-free? Could we make a large land purchase when everything is ridiculous out there? Would you allow our four-year-old church to do this debt-free? And so how did God show up? 
he answered every one of our prayers. God's fingerprints are all over this land. Our land is on Veterans Boulevard, on this six-way, this six-lane superhighway, this artery through our community. And through your generosity, the goodness of the Lord, we have purchased just over 25 acres of land with over 1,200 feet of road frontage on Veterans Boulevard and over 500 feet of frontage on Middle Creek Road. And let me share with you one of my favorite parts of this announcement. You ready? Just in case you can't see that too well, here was us at closing. Church, we purchased just over 25 acres to the tune of $2,380,000. $94,000 an acre, and we were able to do so in cash because of your generosity, because of what the Lord has given through you. And so we wanted to say thank you. I want to share with you a little bit more about this land. And that is, hey, Dominic, you've got that big old check. Come on out here with that thing. Come on out. I knew you had it back there somewhere. Man, isn't that just pretty? Look, look at that check right there. You set it right there. Hey, I want to share with you a little bit more about this land, if you would. Um, let me show you the borders of our property. On the northern border, we have what is Middle Creek right here. And we own just uh, beyond the floodplain there on Middle Creek. Now, to our northern border, there is an old legacy farm. If you've ever driven out that way, this is an old farmhouse, an old barn. That is in the process of becoming a historical site. Let me tell you why that's good news for us. First of all, that farm and the land around it ought to be preserved. Second of all, that means this. Ain't nobody um, building Dollywood Part 2 right here next to us. Does that make sense? We're not building an island over here. It's, we're protected on our northern border from development. Now, we also see this to our west. We have Veterans Boulevard, 1,238 feet of road frontage on Veterans Boulevard, which is just incredible. Uh, to our east, we have 500 feet of road frontage there to not only Middle Creek itself, but also Middle Creek Road. And to our southern boundary line, there is a steep ravine a wooded area that separates us and the land that is right next to it, which is owned by an Hispanic church that will service our neighbor. And I'm so excited that God put us there together and the work together we can do uh, for the kingdom. But this is just over 25 acres of land that you guys have purchased debt-free, and the setting is just it's beautiful. Every day I've been in town, I've driven on that land at least twice a day. I drive by it, and I thank the Lord for it. And every time I go, it gets more and more beautiful. The setting, there as you turn on Collier Drive, down Veterans Boulevard, towards Dollywood, towards Pigeon Forge. Connect Church will sit on top of that hill at the base of the mountains with Mount Lacan as its backdrop, and it's just absolutely beautiful. It's just perfect. And we're so thankful that God has seen fit to allow that to be our home. Now, let me share with you, we are a mile away from where this property is on Veterans Boulevard. This property is 1.2 miles away from Dollywood. It sits 
almost exactly on the line of Pigeon Forge. So we are just on the Sevierville side of the Sevierville and Pigeon Forge city limit border and boundary, which I didn't realize it's a big deal for a lot of folks, and it's a really big deal for us. Is our heartbeat has been to reach not only Sevierville, but Pigeon Forge and, and Gatlinburg and Sevier County with the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you were to, to blow out this image and you were to look at this on Google Maps and drop a pin right there in the middle of our property and you were to zoom out at 30,000 feet, here's what you'd begin to see. That our land, the future home of Connect Church, is smack dab right in the middle of Sevier County. I mean, absolutely right in the middle. God is so good. In fact, we have an animated map to show you how to get there. So I'm going to ask my team in the back uh, to pull up this animated map today on the screen because God is more than able. Here we go. Take a look at how you get there. There's us right now at the Ridge Outdoor Resort. Take a left on Veterans and watch this. You're right there. You're right there at it. And I encourage you, you go drive by that land today on your way home. I encourage you to do that. Now, as, as we talk about our land, there is one clause that we agreed to and that we signed in the contract that I've got to let you know of. As God moved the landowner's heart to sell to us land that was not for sale, they included one clause that we must abide by. And that is for the next 10 years, that that land cannot be used for anything but a church and a Christian school. You know what that means? We're not putting a distillery up there, right? That means it's going to be Connect Church, and that was a clause that we easily and excitedly said absolutely yes to. Now, for the past year and a half, we have walked over and we have prayed over almost every available land near us. We have walked on and prayed over a lot of private land that was unavailable that's very near us as well. We've negotiated for the better part of a year and a half. We have been in negotiations for land that is different from the one we just purchased. Land really close to where we are. In fact, it's really just right outside those windows across the street. Negotiated for a year and a half. These negotiations at times were difficult. And nothing ever seemed really just right with them. Little did we know, God had us over there not to buy the land, but simply to wait on him. I mentioned to our vision team and church to you as we began this process a year and a half ago, and that was this, that I would rather hear a thousand no's than to say one wrong yes. And I'm so grateful that God had said no to the land we had worked for so many months on because he had just the right, the better yes for you and I. In just a moment, I'm going to point you to our screens. And I want to uh, let Jimbo Connor, uh, kind of from the land, share with you this whole process and how it unfolded. And, and I mention his name because, church, we owe a great deal of gratitude to Jimbo. More than anybody else, on our staff or in our church for the past year and a half. He has worked tirelessly, selflessly in pursuit of land for his future church home for you and for me. I told Jimbo just a couple of months ago, if God's going to give us land, he's going to do so through you. And God did 
just that. Can we just say a quick thank you to Jimbo? I know he's, he was in the early service, and he's probably watching online, and also to Jeff Merle, who served as our lawyer, our advocate, and made sure that everything legally was, was done right, everything was done in a way that secured that today, the deed has already been signed over to Connect Church, and everything has gone so well. Can we thank Jeff Merle as well for all of his help? So take a look at the screens, if you would, and hear from Jimbo a little bit of the process from what is now our home. Hello, Connect Church. Pastor Zach here, and we are excited uh, to be here with Jimbo Connor, and he is going to uh, give us a little bit of the backstory on how we got to be where we are today. So, Jimbo, why don't you just kind of walk us through it? Sure. Um, about a year and a half ago, we looked at a piece of property right off Veterans, um, and started talking to the landowners about trying to cut a piece of property for the church off of this 250 acre tract they had. We went from 20 something acres, you know, down to, to 14 acres, uh, trying to negotiate, uh, trying to get across things that we felt like we, we didn't want to get in over our head to start with. And uh, anyway, it made a lot of turns, kept, it was just, you know, we, we thought we were there and it was a dead end street. We were having to come up in price and, and, and uh, we were having to come down and negotiate down in acres and it was a little bit uncomfortable. It, it didn't get to a point where basically it was just not productive. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, it was like... Um, With that piece, right? I felt like, a, I felt like we failed at this. This is, this is just a sad, sad time. We've got so much time invested. I would say to myself, or I would call Anthony, I'd say, Anthony, I mean, why is this this hard? We're trying to do something so good. It's sort of a helpless feeling when you're, when you have the heart to go do something and you're willing to spend your time and do it, but it just seemed like it wasn't going to happen. I sent an email at that point just <laughs> drafting, and didn't get a response. And I sent another email text that said, uh, will you just confirm you got my text? After four days, you know, think I did receive your text. I'm going to pass this on to my mom, and we'll get back with you. And I said to Mandy, I said, well, gosh, that's not negative. That's something. So I call Anthony, I go, look, you know. And this was a piece of property that was number one on the list, was always number one on the list. Well, this is the property that they walked on in the beginning of the whole process, I believe. Well, but it, they knew it wasn't for sale, so it, they were just kind of, well, it's not for sale. This piece of property just isn't for sale. Yeah. And hasn't been 500 people have tried to get their foot in the door on this fish property. I have no reason to believe that I would be able to. Next thing I know, I get an email from a friend of mine, and we're talking small talk, and he says, the reason I'm calling you, I'm answering your, your text you sent. And I said, well, why, why are you answering my text? And he said, because I'm representing the family. And I said, you got to be kidding me. Like, how did you get to do that? I mean, you know, I had no idea. Have you known this person? Known him for a long time. Done a lot of business with him. He's, That's new to me. I had yeah, gone in and, and and the deal then just came together in a matter of gosh, I mean, two days. Basically, I could see it just like snowball. Everything kicked right into place. That piece of property that we thought we were going to be on for months and months and months and months, the door finally closed. We had no plan B. That's right. And then. And better property. Oh yeah. Twice as much property for the same price. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I think we're all thinking ourselves, it, it is really hard to believe that, 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 that it happened. Yeah. So. Well, you know, thank you for taking time. I'm so glad and, uh, I could be part of it. We're excited to have you guys at our church, and just thank you so much that you've allowed God to work through you in, the, in this way. Church, we're thankful for you guys uh, for watching this video, and uh, Connect Church, we always say, you are sent. Man, isn't that, isn't that good to hear? Yeah. Two months ago, our negotiations fell through for the land uh, really close to our building outside the windows. And, uh, and honestly, I, I had to walk away from the table. It's just too much money for too little land, and it was not wise and uh, being good stewards of what you have given. And, and I'll be honest, we didn't have a plan B. There's no plan B in place. Why? Because God had already figured out the plan A. It was just we were waiting on him. When everything fell through, man, I just I struggled like Jimbo did. I thought, man, Lord, where, where do we go? I, there's nowhere else that meets those criteria. I had such a strong conviction on two weeks later. Jimbo calls me one morning in April and says, Anthony, the Lord has kept me up all night. In my mind, I went, uh-oh. Well, six and a half, and he said, I, I'm asking about some land out there on veterans, but I've come across this piece. It's not for sale, but I'm telling you, it's perfect for Connect Church. This is where we need to be. Come on, and let's go look at it. I'll be honest, in the past year and a half, nearly every week, Jimbo Connor has called me and said, what you doing? And I know exactly what that means. I guess I'm fixing to go look at land with you, right? And so we would go and have our weekly jot out to land, and, and this week was different. The Lord had kept him up. And so he brought me out to this piece of property. And little did he know that two years earlier, my wife and I, Miss Debbie, our church treasurer back there, I had her inquire of that land. I thought it was perfect. And Debbie, wasn't it? It's not for sale. It's family land. It'll never be for sale. And so we had, we had no plan B. Oh, but God and his... Plan A. By the way, if this land had come available a year and a half ago, Connect Church would not be on it because we did not have the money to pay for it. But now a year and a half later, through your generosity, we do. Oh, God, and his timing, he's just too good. He's faithful. God is more than able. Before we accepted we, we got news that the offer, Jimbo, I said, man, what are you going to offer him? He said, church, well, the church wanted, if I get it, Jimbo, we want this land, absolutely. How much are you going to offer him? I'm going to offer him $85,000 an acre. L listen, we had just been in negotiations for $165,000 an acre, $250,000 an acre with our tax benefit with it. When he said, I'm going to offer him $85,000 an acre, I thought, that attorney's going to punch you in the mouth. He is going to say bad things about your mom. This is going to be an awful situation. And Jimbo did so, and they didn't say no. They entertained it. And then we had a deadline of that following Friday. They were going to let us know if they accepted our offer. In my mind, I thought, God, you are more than able. But there is no way they are going to sell land that is not for sale that's in their family. And, and so, man, I, I pulled out all the stops I brought my four beautiful kids out to the land. I said, kids, just in case Aaron and I, our prayers aren't working, I need you to pray over this. And they prayed some of the most beautiful, scattered prayers. And while they were praying, and I don't say this often, I'm very careful. I don't ever want to manipulate. 
But it was as if in the, in the Lord's still small voice, he said in that moment, Anthony, I've had you waiting because all this time we've had something, something better for you and better for Connect Church. I knew then. We got the news that they accepted our offer. Twice the land. And Jimbo missed it just a little bit for less than what we had negotiated for for half the land. Twice the land. And so I want to say this. The land purchase was done so unanimously as voted upon by our church council, amen, by our deacon team, and blessed by our vision team. I mean, special thanks to them for all the work and, they, and the prayer they put into the land process. We're so grateful for them. So on your behalf, just this past Thursday and through your generosity, Connect Church paid $2,380,000 in cash for just over 25 acres on Veterans Boulevard. Where in a world where frontage on Veterans Boulevard will soon be priced at close to a million dollars an acre. We paid $94,000 an acre, and we have seen the goodness of the Lord and the land we're living in. A year and a half ago, what, six or seven years old, Wiley, back then? I mean, you're around six or seven years old. This handsome young man right here came up to me after the Sunday after we had we'd shared our vision for the next five years, launched a two-year commitment to giving money to the land, and he came up to me with a little plastic bag, a little snack bag that you'd pack in your kid's lunch. And in it was some money. And I'm going to tell you what's really cool. At the closing table, Wiley, I want you to see your money right there on the table. There's $10.67. And you ready? It was exactly the amount to put Connect Church over the top in buying our land. And there's me gifting the lawyer to the landowners your gift. And so, Wiley, thank you for your generosity and what you did. So thankful. I want to say this. Joining Wiley, we're over 180 different families and individuals who gave towards this land. That is an estimated 600 people giving to the Lord, investing in Connect Church, which, by the way, at that time a year and a half ago was right near our weekly attendance, which means that everybody then took part in this land. And for that, we say thankful for everyone who gave towards the land. Each of you have a shared part in the land that we now own. And I'm so glad we did this together. And the only way we can do this is together. For the past two weeks, we've been preaching through the Gospel of John, specifically John chapter 6, where Jesus in verse 35 would say this to the crowd gathered that sermon at Capernaum. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus has been, and he is, our bread of life. Today after church, when you drive by the land, and I hope you will, some of our team this morning put signs up all over the property so that you could see it. 
I went out and I grabbed a handful of wheat because you see all over our property are wheat fields, beautiful wheat fields. They're golden now because the time of harvest is at hand. When we had learned that really miraculously as God moved Jimbo's heart towards this piece of property, as God had already moved our hearts towards it two years ago, and as God moved the, the landowner's heart towards the property that is now our future home, I took our staff out to the land and we stood at the wheat field. I rubbed the tops of that wheat with my hand. And I looked at our staff and I said, for generations, this land has been used to grow on wheat and to harvest wheat. And in just a couple of weeks from now, the last harvest of that land will be had. No longer will wheat be harvested up on our land. It is the last harvest of wheat that land will ever know because God has seen fit for a new harvest, a different kind of harvest, a harvest of of souls that are saved, a harvest of the unchurched and the de-churched being welcomed home to Connect Church, a harvest of children and families being discipled, a harvest of children and individuals with special needs being treasured and finding a future home and a home for them where they are welcome. A harvest of those who are lonely being loved. A harvest for those who struggle with addiction being set free. A harvest of sending our church into our neighborhoods and to the nations. A harvest of changed lives. You see, God has cleared the way for a new harvest on some old farmland. And for that, we are forever grateful. But churches, I challenge you. Yeah, amen. As I challenged you last week, we cannot hoard the bread of life. We cannot keep the bread of life to ourselves. What began as a dream many years ago for Aaron and I and Zach in 2018 became a reality. You see, we moved back home and in a small barn, the king's barn, we met with a few families and said, hey, Got a crazy idea for you. We're coming home to plant a church, Connect Church. And those families began to pray and to work alongside of us. That dream continued on when Hidden Mountain Resorts gave us their beautiful lodge overlooking the city of Pigeon Forge. And there we began to build a launch team that would launch Connect Church that coming September. And how good God has been to gift us through the Connors and the Hales. This incredible building where for the past four and a half years we've been able to call it home and to meet and to worship and to watch Jesus change hearts and to change lives. And that dream and that vision continues on what will be a future home of Connect Church. I went back and I looked at the first sermon I preached in those barn days. The first sermon where I begin to share the vision of what Connect Church would be. And can I just share with you two passages that just seem absolutely fitting? Like maybe, just maybe, God knows what he's doing. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37. Then he said to the disciples, this is Jesus, the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. 
Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Hey, can I share with you, it was on those dates that Aaron and I and those few families begin praying for you. I didn't know what your faces looked like. I didn't know your names at the time. Be honest with you, I didn't know Connect Church would still be alive and going in the next year. But it was beginning in that barn that we began to pray for you, the workers. I read in another passage out of John chapter 4, verse 35. Jesus was like, do you have a saying? It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, Jesus said, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Church, I want you to hear me. The workers might be few. But we must be bought into the fact. We must buy into the fact that the workers Jesus is talking about is you and me. The harvest are those who are living and dying apart from Jesus. And it's to those harvest fields that he sends us with the very gospel. J.C. Ryle said it best. The highest form of selfishness is that of a man who is content to go to heaven alone. I am not content to go to heaven alone without you. Without my family, without the community, and without every visitor who comes into this room. As long as I breathe, I will never be content hoarding the bread of life when there are people who are dying of hunger who are spiritually thirsty, who need the bread of life. Church, this land is more than just land. It is yet another opportunity to share the bread of life with the community that God dearly loves. So what does today's news do? Well, I pray it accomplishes three things in us. You ready? Number one, I pray it stirs our affections for Jesus. You know why? Because the land is great, but the land is not our treasure. Jesus is our treasure. Take away the land, take away this building. Take it all away. And Jesus is our treasure. If we had nothing but him, may it stir your affections for Jesus. Here's our second response, and that is, may this serve, this good news serve as a reminder of God's faithfulness. The church, he answered our prayers. He honored our generosity. And God is for his church. We sit in a community full of great churches. My home church, First Baptist, Sevierville, made an incredible vision over the next few years to reach so many with the gospel. Pathways Church unveiled their vision. They have land and an incredible vision in the future to impact our community and the world with the gospel. My middle brother's here. He's the pastor at Oak City over in Seymour. Their vision to continue to reach the lost in the years ahead is incredible. We join a chorus of great churches where God is stirring in our community. You know why? Because not only is our God more than able, our God is not done with Sevier County. He loves Sevier County, and he is working to save Sevier County through his church. 
be reminded of God's faithfulness. And we must stay focused on our mission. Guys, we can't wait for a building to be built to continue the work, to accomplish God's vision for our church. We continue that work even now, the work to connect everyone with the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ, to continue to serve on the front lines of God's mission to save the world. We must stay focused on our mission. And so let me share with you just a few of our next steps from here. We've already began the process of putting together a site plan. We have been and will continue to work with Compass, who are experts in development and architecture and civil engineering, as well as our vision teams to execute our site plan for the future home of Connect Church and Connect Christian Academy, which will share the same space. Number two, over the summer, we are not going to only work on our site plan, we are going to secure preliminary pricing and costs to build our new church home. I don't know if you guys knew this, it's really cheap to build right now. Really excited about that work. We're also going to commission and build specific and specialized vision teams to serve the many facets of our vision. And lastly, on our, third birth, on our fifth birthday, which will come on September 24, 2023, we will share with you the church our site plan and also launch a giving campaign for our new home. We will work tirelessly to come up with a financial plan and a way forward prayerfully building Connect Church and Connect Christian Academy completely debt-free. We have a strong conviction there and all that God would do just that. So here's a spoiler alert. You ready? We ain't asking for any money today. Today is a celebration point for us as a church. For those of you who have pledged to give money towards the land purchase, we encourage you to finish out your pledge over the coming months. That'll help us to move some dirt as we get the site ready for the days ahead in the future. In your seat, you're going to find a QR uh, symbol card, really. If you don't see it in your seat, that means that card has the unfortunate existence under your rear end. And so if you would just look around you, that QR code is going to connect you to our vision sermon. So if you're new to us, man, I encourage you, man, go back and watch the sermon where we launched our vision. It also tells you how you can give to vision. Although we're not asking necessarily for you to give today, some of you might be saying, look, now, I can't wait till September. God's moving on my heart, and so you have the availability to do so there. But let me mention this. There's two types of generosity in giving at Connect Church. There's your generosity that you give to the Lord through Connect Church, uh, tithing, if you will, if you've been around the church for a while. And, and it funds all of our ministry partnerships, our promises, our, our pastors and staff. It fuels the ministry of Connect Church throughout the year, which, by the way, can I share this with you? Since launching our vision a year and a half ago, your normal, your regular, your monthly generosity has grown over 35%. And just thank you for your faithfulness to giving to the Lord through Connect Church. By the way, you're saying, well, listen, I just, uh, man, I'm not going to give to that anymore. I'm just going to give to vision. Let, let me tell you how that gets a little bit lopsided. You might have a new land in a new building, but absolutely no staff to meet with. So I just encourage you to keep up your your regular giving, as the Lord leads you. The second type of giving is above and beyond generosity, which is where our vision giving lives. Above and beyond your regular, your normal tither generosity, it fuels our, our vision, and through our vision giving, 
While our monthly giving has increased 35%, you have given over $2.4 million in the last year and a half, which is just incredible for our young church. So let me remind you, in closing, a few of the things that fuels our vision. I'm going to ask our team, Aaron and Zach, if the team will begin to make their way. We're going to sing out today, but here's a few of the reasons why. Number one, we're a growing church. We're a growing church. We need a permanent home for Connect Church. We've grown so much in four and a half years. Consider this, and this is only the times that you'll ever hear me talk about how many people come to Connect Church because that's never the goal. It's never, it's souls, it's disciples. The two Sundays before uh, Memorial Day weekend, and we'll include this Sunday as well, we, we've had over a thousand people who have come and worshiped with us here in this space. Hundreds of those being children. Guys, our parking lots are getting full and we continue to grow. We have a growing children's ministry, preteen ministry, student ministry, college young adult ministry, young professional, young families, families with teens, and an exploding 50 plus population at our church. And I want you to hear me. There's still over 70,000 people on this day in nobody's church and in nobody's group. And I'm going to tell you something. Man, I want all of them because Jesus wants all of them. We're a growing church. Hey, second, within our new home, we are gonna launch Connect Christian Academy, offering excellence in academics and the arts and in athletics. In phase one of Connect Church, Connect Christian Academy will exist in the same space. In a day where most churches sit empty, most of the time we will provide our community with what will be the finest Christian Academy anywhere at an affordable price. What are other things that fuels our vision? Hey, go ahead. Yeah. Another thing that fuels our vision is the fact that our vision spans from our neighborhoods to the nations. And it is our prayer that the sun will never set on Connect Church missions and mission partners around the world. You ready? In hopes that we never hoard the bread of life, but we do everything we can to share Jesus, the bread of life with a world that is starving without him. We will be purchasing soon a graveyard for children to offer families on the worst day of their lives a free place where they can bury their child and a team, a ministry team that will come around them and support them and love them and help them through a day they should never live through. Offer that free to our community any time a child is tragically killed. All for that. It's also part of our vision to reach children and individuals and their families who have special needs with the gospel. It is one of the most underserved and underreached groups in any community in America. And so here's what we're going to do. In our new building, we have plans to construct a room, a large room, that's going to be outfitted with many different items and objects that will help facilitate the gospel being taught and learned by children with special needs. We're going to create a space for them to where they can learn and grow in Jesus and be loved on. We're also going to build a playground that is inclusive for both children with special needs 
and children who may not have special needs so that together they can play and together they can learn from one another. In our church, we're going to have an operating coffee shop that is both managed and run by individuals with special needs in order to give them job training and a source of income because they have they face unemployment numbers, double that of the rest of the population, a place where they can serve with dignity. And let me, yeah, and let me share this. There's one more thing that I need just another month of planning before I can announce something we are going to start doing immediately on the property that I cannot wait to share with you that is going to impact these precious kids with special needs. And so know that's coming. And let me share you a cool God thing before I share a passage of Scripture and, and we sing. A week and a half ago, a precious couple in our church called me and said, hey, Pastor Anthony, uh, can we meet up? And so we met up shared a meal together, and they said, you know, we have a heart like you do for special needs, for kids, for individuals, whatever it is. Tell me again what your plans are. I'm like, well, we got a room coming, and we got a playground, and, and, and we've got a coffee shop, and then we're, we're, we're going to do this special thing coming up that is really good, and they said, man, we love it. And so they wrote out a check for $200,000 to make sure we have a playground and a room and a coffee shop and a special project we're going to talk about soon, that God had moved their heart to bless the vision for individuals with special needs with $200,000. And isn't God good? Man, I love our land. I hope you'll drive by in just a few minutes to go see it. But I'm going to tell you something. That land is just a temporary home. Connect Church ain't staying there forever. Why? Why? Because we have land that's already been purchased for us by the blood of Jesus, the cross of Christ. Land that as I read it and glimpse into it one day in Revelation 21, is a place where God's dwelling is now among his people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, Revelation 21, verse 3 through 5 says, and God himself will be with them and be their God. That he'll wipe every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. And then he who is seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making everything new. I'm going to tell you something. There is a land that can be your forever home. Far better than even the land we just showed you. How do you get a reservation there? Today, by faith. Place your faith, your trust in Jesus and follow Him. Two people in our earlier service did just that. And I want you to hear this about God. He is more than able, and he will save you right where you are. And you know what? That's how you make a reservation for a land that will serve as our forever home in Jesus, a place called heaven. Let's pray together, can we? As we pray, I, I wonder this today. 
that who in this room will say, Anthony, listen, I'm not sure I have reservations in that place called heaven. And listen, there's a lot of descriptions about heaven. There's streets of gold, crystal sea. There's gates of pearl. Man, so much to be said about the scenery in heaven. But I'm going to tell you the difference maker. Are you ready? What makes heaven heaven is Jesus. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on our services. If you'd like to give to support our ministry, you can do that at our website. That's connectchurchpf.com. Hope you enjoyed and have a great week.